Welcome back to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Scott Reeder, and we are in this series where the staff is getting an opportunity to share some of our favorite verses. Well, as the Biblical Counseling Director here at New Vision, one of the scriptures I most embrace is the one that reminds me that Christ has fully equipped the church to counsel the church. It should not surprise you that I'm fully convinced that God's people are fully competent to counsel one another. I believe that because God believes it, so much that he inspired the Holy Spirit to deliver that statement of confidence through one of his apostles directly to the church. Today we'll pick up where my associate Angelisa Chandler left off yesterday. She was in Romans 15, 13, which affirms that believers might find peace and joy by trusting in God, and thereby they might overflow with hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Today, I'll continue with my favorite verse, which is Romans 15, 14, a short but powerful and affirming verse which supports the counseling ministry of one believer to another. So let me read this short verse, and I'm reading it from the NIV version of the Bible. Romans 15, 14 reads, I myself am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge, and competent to instruct, that word is admonish or counsel, one another. So biblical counseling is founded on a knowledge of God and the application of his word. And God's word serves as the all-sufficient means of caring for the non-physical needs of God's people, by God's people. The Greek word here, instruct here, is nuteo, and it translates admonish, to warn, or to counsel. So according to Romans 15, 14, the the people of God are fully equipped and competent to counsel one another. And this verse is essentially a calling to the people of God to carry out the ministry of counseling. Early believers were expected to counsel one another and to help one another move towards spiritual growth and maturity. See, I believe biblical counseling flows out of the clear calling and mandate of God, which was given in part to believers through the Great Commission. Uh, Through the Great Commission, believers are called out by God to make and teach disciples. A disciple is essentially a follower of Christ who makes followers of Christ. To disciple is to teach the Word of God. And to teach the Word of God is to make disciples. So teaching and discipleship are not mutually exclusive mandates, but the same. Biblical counseling, in its essence, is two or more believers engaged in this practice of teaching and discipling. And Paul is assured of our competency here for two reasons. First, he says, because believers are full of goodness. And that is the goodness of God within them as called out believers. And then he goes on to say they are also filled with all knowledge. And that is the knowledge of God and more specifically the knowledge of his word as well. Now the knowledge of God begins with eternal life, uh, which gives believers the power to live both a godly life and a life full of goodness. The knowledge of God is central to a philosophy of biblical counseling. So we read in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1-11, through 11, the Apostle Peter affirms that Christians, through the knowledge of God, share in the divine nature of God, so that they might live gospel-transformed lives. 
the practice of biblical counseling happens as the counselor guides counselees to apply the knowledge of God to their specific trials, uh, trials with sin and suffering in this life. Counseling is a great commission call, but it's also a great commandment mandate. God spoke through Jesus in part to deliver to the church a divine mandate to do precisely what he wanted them to do concerning him, but also concerning one another. See, when you examine it, the primary imperative in the great commandment is for disciples to make disciples. We read in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, uh, having all authority, Jesus spoke saying, go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So here believers are commanded to teach each other all that God has commanded through his word. Uh, therefore, every believer is called to make disciples, which in part is to teach or counsel those disciples. A biblical counselor is, in essence, a teacher who teaches others how to obey God's word. So, biblical counseling draws its wisdom from God's word, which indeed is sufficient for everything that pertains to life and holiness. Make no mistake, God's word comprehensively addresses the sin and suffering that every person experiences as part of living as a natural man. Uh, by reading, understanding, and applying God's word, believers learn to understand properly who they are, who God is, and how God provides help and hope for the problems they face. And by the way, Christ is our model for counseling in the body. In addition to training disciples and preaching to the people and other forms of ministry, so much of the observable ministry of Jesus through Scripture is him directly caring for and counseling the people. We, we find this in the narratives where Christ counseled the brokenhearted, comforted the grief-stricken, healed the sick and lame. He uplifted the downtrodden. He, he brought calm to those who were gripped with anxiety and fear. And, and ultimately, he gave hope to the hopeless. It's unfortunate, uh, friends, that in the context of an ever-growing secular therapeutic culture, the church has really relinquished the task of biblical counseling and turned it over to many non-biblical therapeutic practitioners. Uh, many secular counselors rely strictly on man-centered interventions which honestly never even consider, much less include a hint of the spiritual aspect of man or biblical solutions to the problems we face. So I believe the church together is called to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all handed down to the saints and the responsibility of the church to equip the body of Christ by providing biblical counselor for its members is, to me, unmistakable. In fact, it's my belief that the church which neglects the calling and responsibility to counsel one another does so to the detriment of the health of that church and its members. The church must reaffirm what the Apostle Paul affirmed long ago to the first century church. The church must reclaim the place of biblical counseling 
by faithfully calling out Christians to do this ministry, equipped with the Word of God. And thankfully, God's Word reassures everyday Christians that they have an extraordinary God who has equipped them sufficiently to give one another practical counsel containing God-given wisdom. So that's uh, my favorite verse, uh, Romans 15, 14. I see it as one of the key verses that uh, just upholds the counseling ministry of New Vision. Thanks for listening today. I pray you come back tomorrow to hear another favorite passage of Scripture from one of our staff. Blessings, friends, and uh, have a great day. Mm -hmm.